Welcome to Oregon Rooted. I'm Higher Peaks. And this is Lady Sativa. You're listening to The Dirt Show. Where we bring you Oregon's cannabis culture. higher peaks and this is lady sativa and we are on episode 14 number 14 after a short hiatus um yeah it was a couple <clears throat> weeks there a little over a couple weeks and uh we know that that was unplanned uh kids were going back to school and also we had some major technical difficulties it was unintentional we apologize yeah um we had to we lost a couple good interviews and that were important and um now we had to spend a little time there upgrading the equipment to yes. make it work right it's really unfortunate that we did lose those couple interviews we're yeah gonna have to so we're gonna have to re re-get those i guess that's the word but we have to try for those again and we have to beg is how i feel <laughs> i know I know. I feel, get the I feel bad. Back. Yeah. Yes, I feel bad for losing them in the first place. But hey, we've got better equipment now. Better equipment and better backup. We got two or three backups, so now it's it's on. And so, this time I can join you guys. Yeah, a lot easier. Whereas last time it wasn't as easy. It wasn't as easy. So the upgrades can, are good. I can sit behind my mic where I'm most comfortable. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and and enjoy it like you need. So. We apologize, and we're back on track. Um, let's see. Uh, you know, summer's in the in the end here. Uh, yeah. Fall's in the air. I believe September 21st is what one of my coworkers said. Is 22nd is mm-hmm. what one of my residents said. So, For official fall? Yes. Yeah. The first day of fall. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, it's there, and the smell's in the air. And we did Google when we were falling back in time. Yeah, that's not till November, November 6th. 2nd. Sixth. Sixth. Jeez, that's a long ways. Yes, it is a very long way. Why does it seem like it's longer than other years has been? I don't know. I don't know, but it seems like it's a lot longer. Yes, and fall is in the air. I mean, Halloween is in... I mean, fall is in the air. Oh, yeah, you and your Halloween scary (laughs) movies. (laughs) I'm waiting for October 1st. I have begged for sooner, but I have been denied. For what? Scary movies. Exactly. You can explain it. Yeah. I'm waiting for my one month a year that I get for scary movies. Yeah. Well, you know, you get all month, and by maybe October 15th, I have bad nightmares. Have we explained why I only get one month? Because you love them too much. If I could, I'd watch them every night. Exactly. Yeah. You love them too much. Yeah. Well, when you grow up on certain things. What, you grew up on scary movies? Yeah, my my stepmom taught me right. I gotcha. Yeah. Uh, Growing up on the mountain and scary (laughs) movies, trust me. (laughs) 
So for all you outdoor growers, I've been seeing some pretty sick pictures out there. Some oh, big some colas. Beauties. Smellies. Uh, so, you know, Oregon's a great place to grow, especially Southern Oregon. You know, we got all this good climate and it's just hot and dry. Mm-hmm. And it's nice. So um, I hope all you outdoor growers are getting ready. Got your uh, can uh, I don't know if it's out, you know, if you're doing any kind of um, like... Uh, uh, hoop tents or you know any kind of even just basic poly mm-hmm. and some wood but it's getting about that time too in case we get a lot of rain or get some rain or I've even seen, wind yeah i've seen actually a lot of really neat homemade greenhouses instead well, yeah, of you don't need anything yeah you can just do two it, by fours yep. and um mm-hmm. um a co-worker two by fours yeah. and yeah and has uh what was that the plastic that mm-hmm. lets the sun in but also but it protects and everything else yeah. well they've got the special plastic over the top mm-hmm. that they have stapled and everything to i'm like oh. and yeah. half of the side because the fact that the trees next door mm-hmm. blow stuff onto their plants and and he likes to keep his plants very clean yeah nothing on them just in case because he's like you don't know what is being blown around right so he likes to make sure to block from every angle <laughs> some amazing oh gosh there's some well, beautiful, and, beautiful greenhouses around here yeah and west kush put his up and his was only yeah. like 80 bucks his is neat looking too it was yeah. Cool. yeah yeah it looked really cool and walk through you can walk all the way through it took a pretty sick picture in there of it i'm sure he's probably got it up on his page which we might as well mention now yeah <laughs> uh, so we're in, we introduced uh west kush he's going to be a co-host and also he's going to add a lot of content to the website uh, he is a good grower. He does his own things and is gonna is willing to share that content with yeah. the listeners, and is one of our official Oregon rooted growers. Well, so. and he'll be doing he'll be doing uh, articles too, right? He was yeah, gonna, he was content. gonna write some articles on yeah, I'm sure Beaver and... I'm sure he's gonna do some interviews and stuff too. Yeah. Yeah, he's gonna just add a bunch of content, and uh, so you can look that up at OregonRooted.com/slash West Kush. Yeah. Um, just like it sounds. Welcome to the family. Yeah. But he's, and he's kind of already been in the family. Yeah. It's just basically since the It's a process to get everything out. But yeah, it is a process. he is family. <laughs> he's like, oh God. Oh, dun dun dun. No, I'm not. Be afraid, Wes Kish. <laughs> so and I'm going to get to see him next weekend, I think. So. Uh, the 23rd, 24th, yeah. 25th. So I'll see you up there, buddy. Yeah. We're going to have some fun up north. So... Uh, let's move on. I'm sure we got so much more to cover. Yeah. Uh, first of all, let me tell, we got to do the shout outs real quick. Um, first, our big one, our big one, which is one of the interviews we got to recover is Vaporous, VaporousTechnologies.com. They're a full supporter of us, our, our biggest supporter at this point. And uh, they're awesome. They're the pins we talked about before. Mm-hmm. And they are uh, good pins. They are durable because I carry mine everywhere. Oh my I beat God. Shizn it out of it. Okay. I am going to have him post a picture of this thing once he I is. I beat it up. I use it. I can't say once he's done because this thing is pretty freaking durable. Yeah. But if by chance he does drop it way too many times that it just stops working, we will take a picture and show you what that sucker looks like because it's I, already dinged a shit. <laughs> I, I'm, pro- I'm product testing. Well, it's like when. <laughs> I got a product test. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So it's definitely uh what? Higher peaks proof. 
So you can take it to the no, next it's, level. It's, yeah, it's a good pen. And here's the thing I like about it is I'm still using the um, the uh, original coil. Yeah, thank you. The original coil. And a lot of times they get dirty pretty quick. Yeah. And so, well, any pen that we've ever had before, we've had to replace that coil and that dome how many different times? Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's what our biggest expense was with our last ones is because of the fact that, as we've said, mm-hmm. how many times you've dropped it. Yeah. When you have a glass dome, second that dome hits cement, it's, it's yeah. cracked. It's done for. Or it leaks in your pocket. Or it leaks in your pocket. <laughs> you've had that happen mm-hmm. before, too. Yep. And it does. It's like if it tilts over, it starts to leak. If it's too warm, it you know it, it gets really, really messy. Yeah. All over the outside. Yeah. Um, in fact, that's the way I sometimes kept smoking for a while is I would scrape the outside. Oh, so disgusting. I know, but when you want something, oh, it, it, come on. Yeah. So, well. Sometimes. <laughs> that's the best thing about these is and there's. And it helped me clean up. <laughs> there's a couple that we are, um, at least we, that we know of for sure and have tried. And that's the, the mini starter, which mm-hmm. is the small one. This is great for like uh, ladies or just discreetness. Like it's it's real small, but it hits like a champ. Yes, just like the other ones do. And it, I did notice once you load a pretty a good amount, mm-hmm. it smokes for a while. It smokes it does, for yeah. a good well, that's session one thing, by yourself. That's one thing is the uh, the um, uh, the size of that that yes. chamber is I don't know three or four millimeters smaller. So. On the next level up, though, is the star- J-Pen starter. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. one uh, is just a basic starter kit. Comes with the uh, dual coils and a ceramic. And it hits great. It's the one step up, so it's a bigger size. It's the, I think it's the 14 millimeter. Mm-hmm. I think. I'm not sure. But uh, it holds a lot more. And yes. Yeah, I mean, God, I think I've put... In at least a third to close to a half gram maybe in there. Yeah. And it's got the variable airflow on it. So you can change the airflow and it's got a special, like the way it, the air flows in it kind of twists or whatever. So it actually, it hits really good too. Uh, and pro, it's controllable. Right? No, that's just the starter. Oh, okay. I didn't know the starter also had the adjustable airflow. Doesn't it? I don't know. I haven't played like with I it. it I have the small one. I have the mini. <laughs> yeah, no. You have the pro yeah. and... Yeah, I didn't know if you had uh, had played around with the. And then the pro comes with uh, extra things in the the tin. Um, it comes with the, I think the wax container, wax well the concentrate container. Yeah. And uh, let's see, um, an extra coil. And uh, they all come with the pretty cool monogrammed. Uh, tool. Tool. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. So. Uh, it has a V in it, but you n- got to look for it. Yeah, no. The best part is, is like I said, they're working with this, and so if you go to their website, that's getvapors.com or vaporstechnologies.com, both will take you there. We get a if you use the code Rooted, you get a twenty five percent discount on any purchase, first time purchase, yes, which is pretty good. Purchase. I mean, most things are usually ten percent, but twenty five percent. That's pretty come good. On, that's pretty dang good. Yeah, especially yeah, I think at one hundred dollars, so. you only pay seventy five. Yeah, I agree. Uh, exactly. Yeah, 25 bucks is pretty good. Yeah. So check them out, guys. It's really cool. The pens are really good. We're going to keep working with them. And, you know, we're going to have them uh, Durable, discreet. So we can have listeners in the area. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Get them locally. 
but yeah, check them out. So VaporsTechnologies.com. And then, of course, you'll stand by Peacemaker. We're still using it. In fact, we're using it right now. Yeah, it's sitting right here. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, we're using it right now. And it's our old standby for moving, trekking. And, One and... thing I do got to say, you may be able to clean the pipe part out really good, but mm-hmm. you do need to clean that that uh the metal the metal you yeah. do because you do. Mm-hmm. those holes get clogged and let me tell you i cleaned my pink one mm-hmm. out and i did not clean the, the thing out because i didn't have anything to poke the little holes mm-hmm. out or i didn't have any alcohol to soak it in so i just kind of wiped it on a napkin <laughs> yeah it didn't help and so it's still kind of clogged yeah and the inside is perfectly clear. It's just that it's just that right. bowl. So yeah. I just got to get it clean. Yeah, no, I mean, just, but that's the only yeah, yeah, and it's the typical maintenance. And yeah. I would just keep up on it and poke the little holes out. I have a little needle over there that I poke. I out. just use a little tool and scrape, and it just blows yeah. out. But anyway, yeah. yeah. So but besides that, that's yeah. and that's just because the fact that I'm very particular on getting a good draw out of I my know, pipe <laughs> you are and they're great for like i said the pocket and hiking and mm-hmm. all your outdoor activities even the beach and the water and sand and all that it's got the lid fits the bottles yes um so the lid goes on the top of the bottles and you know uh, it's just a cool piece so and they also sell bongs and bowls and and containers and all that kind of stuff so mm-hmm. um last time i checked their store was down so you know been a little bit but yeah you can always go check yeah check their store and see if uh and that's not saying you can see the product i just don't know if you can purchase yet yeah so but it's peacemakergear.com and that's p-i-e-c-e makergear.com so check them out too they've been a good awesome thing for us and last not but not least but is applegate soils and hydro you know i just Mm -hmm. went to an event there on september 10th that weekend Mm mm-hmm and I had a great time with Roach and all the guys there. They had Elevation Organics and all the other cool people. Um, again, just if you're in the area or Southern Oregon, just check them out. They're good people. Yeah. Okay. Now uh, we're going to go into the Canna News, right? Oregon Canna News. Yes. Let's hook I it up. Have Let's hook it up. All right. For my first one, I have Weed Tornado Sweeps Through Southern Oregon Marijuana what? Grow. What? Through a grow? <clears throat> yes. Are you kidding me? Seriously. It says, when an employee of what? an outdoor marijuana grow in Southern Oregon reported a massive marijuana plant had been ripped from the ground and tossed 15 feet in the air <laughs> late Wednesday, his boss, Michael Johnson, was dubious. It was such an unbelievable thing, he told me, said Johnson, chief operating officer at Siskiyou Sungrown. It was very strange. Things being a new era of regulated marijuana production, or this being, sorry, this being a new era of regulated marijuana production in Oregon, such a disturbance would have been recorded on one of the security cameras trained on the grow site. So Johnson turned to the tape and was stunned to see what looked like a small twister whip through the Williams grow site. The Oregonian slash Oregon Live forwarded the short clip to the National Weather Service in Medford and asked the experts to weigh in. Turns out it wasn't a tornado that kicked up a mess at Siskiyou Sungrown. But, okay, hold on. Before I continue reading this, if you have been in Oregon around farms, you have seen these before. I have have grown up. I have seen them. You grew up in Chiloquin, correct? Well, yeah. Yes, that area. If you're that flat desertous, you have seen 
what they have seen was a dust devil. Did you know dust devils could actually pick stuff up? Not big old trees. No, me neither. I've seen those suckers going marijuana. going crazy. In fact, when we, I think, went out to Golden Beaver, we had seen a couple of them spinning in the distance. And I bet that guy's pissed. Whew, I didn't. I did not know that they were that heavy duty. Um, it says, but a dust devil or whirlwind described on the National Weather Service website as a small. Huh. Sorry. Go ahead. What did you, What did I say? I just said guy was pissed but i wasn't oh, sure it could or lady. A lady it's a guy oh, okay yeah uh michael johnson oh, okay um <laughs> for uh, real yeah it says uh national weather service website as a small rapidly rotating wind that is made visible by the dust dirt or debris it picks up they tend to occur in clear dry and hot conditions shad keen a meteorologist with the national weather service said dust devils are relatively common in southern oregon see And we've lived in Southern Oregon basically our whole lives. Yeah. Uh, Me, my whole life. Yes. I did see some of the damage on the video. He said it was a tornado of, uh, it was a tornado of any significance. It would have caused, or if it was a tornado of any significance, it would have caused more damage. Right. So in other words, all the plants would have been ripped up. But if you guys do want to see the video, uh, it's, it's weed tornado rips through marijuana, through marijuana grow. Exactly that. Just go search it. I mean, oh. We'll put a link underneath. It actually has the video yeah. of it yeah, happening. Yeah, we will. We'll put the link on <laughs> yeah. the podcast. Sure. It actually shows yeah. the, uh, shows it happening. And yeah. I, I guess I'm used to awesome. seeing them. I just didn't know that it was Maybe that I can, heavy duty. I'll put the link on the uh, show notes. And then I'll also see if I can't put it on the front, you know, put the actual embed the video if there's it's an yeah. embed code or something. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So go Oregon. I was proud of that one. Right. Got tornadoes ripping out weed, son. I know, huh? (laughs) All right. I've got... Did you want to read yours first or did you want me to... Oh, it doesn't matter. You want me to read a scary one first? Sure. Read a scary one. I can read a really scary one. How about I read this one first and then you read the scary one? Sure. Go ahead. Okay. says, there are 7,000 new pot smokers every day in the USA. Surprise, surprise. Right. Long story short. They're probably all these old ladies that finally realize that it's medicine. Right. <laughs> Actually, I know a lot of people that are slowly coming around, but I know a lot of people who are also rolling their eyes like it's never going to cure anything. I know, but it's 7,000 a day. I heard somebody talking today saying how uh, one person was saying that cannabis can cure a, a lot of stuff. And um, that they're starting to prove it. And another one rolls her eyes and goes, oh, that's never going to happen. But also the one that does that is a nurse. So that's kind oh, of her profession on the line. For the... Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's kind of her profession because she is for medications. Yeah. And, uh, oh, we were talking about we were talking about residents getting uh, medical marijuana cards. Because in any homes around here, like in any actual... Indoor living, assisted living, whatever, you cannot have a medical marijuana card because yeah. the facility itself cannot house that, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, especially lockdown facilities, even though as a medication, it would work out. Right. But anyways, so that's another story that we can open another time. Yeah. But yeah. that's what the discussion was. And it turned into, of course, rolling the eyes of cannabis. Is it going to take over the world? I'm like... <laughs> 
eventually you'll have to it give is. in that it is so let's go world is going to pot yes yes it should be cannabis but every still everybody still says pot yeah they do pot all right it says um long story short a new set of stats about cannabis use in the u.s is painting an interesting picture of what today's marijuana scene looks like in one of the biggest things those numbers point two is a rise of the number of people who are trying weed for the first time Every day, there is an average of 7,000 Americans who try pot for the first time. The details, the numbers, the numbers come from a new analysis released by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. According to the new stats, the U.S. has, been, has seen a pretty big jump in the number of people who use cannabis. Um, basically, it says in 2002, 6.2% of Americans 12 or older used it. Now it's up to 8.4%. Um, there's also been a fairly big increase in the number of heavy pot smokers. Right now, 2.5% of Americans use cannabis on a daily basis. That's almost double the number of daily smokers in 2002. Um, one of the most telling numbers has to do how has to do how many people are trying weed for the first time. Right. According to the most recent stats, there were 2.5 million inhabitants who started using cannabis in 2014. The average, that averages out to 7,000 new tokers a day. Yeah, yeah. Teens and cannabis, uh, another prominent figure deals with the number of young cannabis users. The CDC said that the number of 12 to 17 year olds who use marijuana is dropping. Since 2002, there's been a 10% decrease in the number of teens who use marijuana in the previous months. I believe personally that it's because it's becoming less of a secret and we're talking to our children more about it because it's legal now. Yeah. But that's just me. Uh, it says this stat could be substantial for the legalization movement. Okay. See, well, that's because many anti-pot arguments claim that legalization could harm young people, but that argument isn't supposed to supported by these most recent stats. Yeah, exactly. Which is really good to know. Uh, what the numbers mean, it says many experts said that more and more people are viewing cannabis as less harmful. The more the uh, the more that weed becomes legal and the more mainstream it becomes, the more people see it as safe and acceptable. Uh, and the trend is likely to continue into the future. For example, five states have key legalization bills on the ballots this fall. Voters in California, Arizona, Maine, Massachusetts, and Nevada could choose to make recreational weed legal in their states. Yeah, and that's big. So those states that the, and all those states do listen to us. So mm -hmm. you guys need to get out there and vote. Um, now it's there's an argument of whether your state should have rec or not. But uh, you know if <coughs> if that's what you know it's it's movement. Yeah. Um, but you know there's been current argument in Oregon whether that's good or not. You know Colorado, uh, you know had medical and then went rec and. And lost medical two years later. Then same. But like we were talking the yeah. other night, is that we have proven that we're still fighting for for mm. medical. Um, the other states have dropped their medical after the recreation recreational became legal after two years. Is, yeah, well, isn't that what it was? Is two years and two years recreation or mm -hmm. medical phased out. Mm -hmm. But with Oregon, it's been two years, and we're still fighting strong for the medical. Well, yeah, but... Uh, we're still hanging on, though. <laughs> yeah. So that's cool. Still hanging on. Yep. So here, I got one. And this might be something that uh, people have already talked about or heard about. But 
I think it's important that we talk about it because uh, it affects everybody that consumes cannabis. Hmm. It says here that, uh, let's see, this is from, uh, it's called Marijuana Breathalyzer Tested in the Field. This comes from Oregon Cannabis Connection by Keith Manser. It says, Hound Labs, a startup technology company from California, has teamed up with University of California chemists to develop a now functional breathalyzer for marijuana. The device was recently tested on impaired drivers, possibly by the Alameda County Sheriff, where the head of the company is also reserve officer on the force. Uh, it's going to go into more, so I'm not going to say anything yet. It says, Mike Lynn, the CEO of Hound Labs, helped pull out over drivers for the initial field tests where drivers were tested for impairment. Now, basically, they uh, says he claims the device was validated in the field, indicating two of the drivers had much higher intoxication readings than the others, and that both drivers admitted to smoking marijuana in the past 30 minutes. So I don't, they're trying to say that's a correlation there, I guess. I don't know. In other words, you have to smoke in the pet. In the, in the... Well, but they, they, much higher levels. Well, okay. How much higher? Is there a percentage? Is there yeah. a formula for that? What do you mean? It's so. Exactly. And it says no one was arrested because basically they were just out there testing this device. Yeah. And they were uh, pulled over because they were, seemed impaired. Yeah. And then they were given um, essentially an option uh, to submit to this breathalyzer. Yeah. And it does say that one guy did, one drunk driver did get busted. Because he he was drunk. He should have been, see, he should have been smoking weed. Right. And there was his problem. In and there lies the problem. So (laughs) (laughs) it says they were not trying to arrest people, blah, blah, blah. So. The challenges they now face are to confirm their results in a laboratory with other independent equipment and to determine what is considered an intoxicant amount of THC. Now, here's the important part. If that can be done at all. Yes. Uh, we've talked about this on past episodes. Me and Jason have talked about it. And it's, 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 you can't, you can't. Do we get a questionnaire when we do this breathalyzer? Have you smoked weed in the past 30 days? Yes. Do you well, smoke weed often? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, and here's the deal. <laughs> so here's the important part of this whole article. In 2015, the University of Iowa conducted a study, and I'll, I'll put the link up on this. I'll, I'll, put, I'll just put up this article, uh, of drivers that had consumed marijuana and then tested their driving acumen on closed ob- obstacle course. In that study... This is now. This is a legit study, and it's been talked about already. But in that study, researchers found stone drivers were actually safer drivers <laughs> than completely sober ones. In fact, a number of studies have shown little to no significant impairment on driving ability for stone drivers. Amen. Please put this article up. It's ridiculous that um, we get is, such a bad class. You know. Well, so a number of other detection products are under development, including a saliva test, a fingerprint sweat test. God, my hands get clammy, too. (laughs) Oh, so, and let's see. uh, Yeah, fingerprint sweat. The other breathalyzer devices, such as the Drug Test 5000. The Drug Test 5000. That almost sounds dirty. <laughs> sounds expensive. <laughs> sounds like a, sounds like yeah, sounds like a robot. Yeah. 
the Cannabix Breathalyzer, and Smartox. Huh. Huh. All these products, including the Hound Labs detector, will need to be validated both scientifically and in court. Hallelujah. They better validate it in court. With with breath, it doesn't matter if you smoke every day. If you haven't smoked in several hours, we are not going to pick it up. And it correlates with when people are most impaired. With breath, it doesn't matter if you smoke. Oh, I see what they're saying. Yeah, whatever. We'll see about that. You get the ad- inadvertent and really unfair arrest of people who test positive and aren't really impaired. What we're trying to do is balance public safety and fairness. Of course they are, because if they don't, it's not going to get passed. Right. Punks. That's my story. I'm and you're sticking, sticking to, to it. it. You know, I'm serious. It's ridiculous that they think they're going to be able to somehow quantify it. And that first study just shows you don't think that that study can't be redone again and again and again. Right. They'll get more details about what happens when you're stoned, which would be great. But they're still probably going to see that we drive safer. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Keep testing us. We pay closer attention because we're all. Drive slower. Yeah. Yeah, we're more afraid than those angry, sober people out there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Here's one for you. It says Montel Williams is launching his own cannabis company. Is crazy. It says every day it seems like more and more celebrities are entering the force in the fight for cannabis legalization. Recently, former talk show host Montel Williams announced his intention to join the struggle by launching his own medical marijuana company. Williams is most known for his long tenure as host of the syndicate talk show that bears his name, The Montel Williams Show. In 1999, Williams was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis, a disease of the central nervous system that causes intense neuropathic pain in in sufferers. As many people know, symptoms of multiple sclerosis are relieved by cannabis. Williams was savvy enough to discover this for himself when he was diagnosed and has been a fierce advocate for, uh, for medicinal marijuana ever since. For Williams, cannabis is the most or is the best treatment for his condition, and with the launching of, his, of this company, he wants to help others too. In fact, just a couple months ago, Montel Williams was detained at a German border for medical marijuana. Come on, Germany. <laughs> I know you're listening right now, too. Right? You're listening to us, and I know you are. What are you doing? Right? And Quit it's, bugging it's medicine. If it was If it was Vicodin in a bottle with his name on it, would you have stopped him? No. I'm sure the listeners that listen to us are for cannabis. That's true. <laughs> They're probably over in Germany and be like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Shout out to you guys, though. Yeah. Um, it says the Expo. On the 8th, Williams attended the Cannabis World Congress and Business Exposition. This year, at the third annual meetup, Williams was among the keynote speakers. Here's where he broke the news that he has plans to start his medical marijuana company. As he took the stage at the Los Angeles Convention Center, Williams announced the name of his upcoming startup, Lenative Labs. I'm putting my face right on the box. I support legalization because it will grant access to more patients. Williams said in his speech to Lenative Labs, will focus on delivering extremely high quality cannabis at their uh, to their cu- uh, customers sorry his aim with the company is to help these patients with their ailments and uh, ailments the same way williams uses the plant to help alleviate the symptoms of his multiple sclerosis i saw that picture that you uh that showed him smoking a blunt i think 
That yes. was hilarious. He was high. Oh yeah, it's it's in here. It's <laughs> down a little bit farther, but. <laughs> so for y'all that check out the articles when I post them on notes, yes, you need to check out the picture. He has Montel. okay. He has a joint in his mouth, and his eyes are red. I'm oh, like, he's baked. Oh yeah, you can tell he's already had one before he had that one sitting in his mouth. Um, it he incre- deserves it. Yeah, exactly. Multiple sclero- yep. sclerosis. I yep. have watched people pass away from oh, yeah. multiple sclerosis. Yeah. Um, in creating his strain, Williams and Lenative Labs will bring the highest quality of medication to the people with consistency and reliability. Additionally, his product will be free of harmful additives that can be found among many other strains in the marketplace. Williams, Williams' hope is that his company will be profitable, uh, profitable, sorry, enough for him to endeavor in funding his research on the plant to further his its path for legalization. Melissa Etheridge, rock singer, songwriter, and ally in the fight for cannabis legalization, also made her announcement at the event alongside Williams. She spoke on a panel about the beneficial effects of CBD in, athletic, in athletics, particularly pertinent in the wake of UFC fighter Nate Diaz's controversial use of CBD in a post-fight press conference. She announced... That was so awesome. <laughs> That was so awesome. Go Nate. I know, huh? Uh, she announced the launching of her company, Etheridge Farms, which will focus on selling various cannabis products for public consumption. With voting for cannabis legalization on the ballot in whopping five states this November, celebrity support from the likes of Williams and Etheridge can only serve to help further the cause. Yep. Nice. That's awesome. I would have never thought that Melissa Etheridge smoked weed. No, but you know what? Oh my God, no, I was joking. I know. I know, exactly. But what's funny is she's been in it the longest too, huh? Her and her and Willie Nelson has Well, and we've got what what who is it? Uh Whoopi Goldberg. Right. Right. See, she they're is, the ones that have like going like, insane and with it. She's like, screw you. Well, we knew Snoop. But I mean, well, duh. He's the one that wore it out there for everybody. But it wasn't like Whoopi was freaking, uh, you know, she wasn't supporting it back in the. No, but the, she wasn't completely hiding the fact that she did it at the same time. No, she, but like she, she wasn't letting everybody know back in the ghost days. No, probably not. <laughs> She was still probably getting chastised for her skin color at that Though point. She was smoking on set, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Oh my gosh. So. All right. Is that it? Is yeah, it, that's that's all the articles I've got for now. Um, I do have actually. Do you coming, want to shout out? Huh? What? I was gonna say coming out um, September 30th mm-hmm. is the Tech Nine concert. Okay. And Josiah will be performing oh, yeah. which is a local area rapper yes and it will be um one of our favorites past one the of expo. our favorites we're still trying to collaborate with the dude but he is so busy but both of them yeah are very busy which i understand and i know tough shed mike I music know, shout out to tough shed yes and i and josiah slash tyrone player um I, and i know personal reasons and everything else so i understand and we've been busy busy so we're we're gonna get a hold of them and yeah force them to strong arm him no he's <laughs> no. got he's got good music <clears throat> uh yeah and i know they'll sit down with us yeah they will it'll just take us take us some time to everybody get not so busy we all know what that's like becoming adults it's, it's terrible. hard to try and <laughs> do anything or plan anything because it gets squashed so fast yeah right yeah 
So, um, is that it? Yeah, okay. and then the women grow thing was oh, the yeah. only other thing. Go ahead. For Southern Oregon women grow, the um, it's the Wellness Weekend. Yeah. It's in um, it's at the coast, and it's at Salishan Spa. Okay. And it's a golf resort, and it's it's the whole weekend. Yeah. And yeah. we do support the women grow. Yes, we and, do. And uh, the people that are involved with that. Every time you know we attend one, we meet great new people, and we meet see the people that were there before. Yes, we did not and get to go to this one. That's actually no. there's one coming up, I believe, tomorrow, I but. Yeah. We won't be we're able to make it up. to that one. Yeah. We're, I just, we're I just want to put the podcast out. Yeah. We're working <laughs> on one thing at a time here. Yeah. So, okay. Well, so our guest, our special guest for this show is a gentleman by the name of Sean Leach. Yeah. This guy is a super dude. Um, he is, he's very kind. He's smart. Probably a genius. Mm-hmm. He works with essential oils and he's worked a lot with some hard bugs. Um, ones we all know, uh, basically, you know, he's got two formulas. He has the company called ancient herbs mm-hmm. and I've, we've tried the product. We're going to go into it more in a minute, but bottom line is that we believe in the product. It's all natural. It smells great. Smells great. Um, it's, it's safe for bees. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of good things that we'll talk about. Uh, but, uh, his formula one destroys powdery mildew and spider mites, which are two big ones. Now that's what I, I used the formula one mm-hmm. and that was for our PM. Now I told you or told the listeners on, uh, previous episodes that I had PM and I was pissed. Oh God. Yeah. Okay. And it, and it did do, it, it didn't do havoc. It's just, there was other other factors involved, but we did get it, and uh, with one treatment, we wiped it out mm-hmm. with the Formula One, and literally yeah, now without it's just getting rid of all the nasty spots. Well, but there was more. That was also from the change of pH that we had yeah. way back. Yeah. So, but um, no, the PM didn't. That's separate, um, and we didn't have to cut anything out initially with the PM, Mm-mm. like you should. And it never came back. Like usually it'll come back or whatever. I'm probably going to spray one more time as a preventative, but I have total confidence because I don't, it's, you know, you can use it up till harvest. It's all essential oils. Like mm-hmm. I said, it's all, it says right on here, hundred percent plant-based organic, non-GMO, non-artificial ingredients, additive preservatives. It's one teaspoon per gallon. Um, I used one gallon for, well, I think it was like two gallons. No, I used, uh, Two gallons to cover all the girls. Okay, so including actually, um, all the tomato plants. Yeah, which right. we have three tomato plants. Yeah, yeah. So and and they're big. So I used I used the two gallons for all of those, and then I actually put more in there because I wanted to hit one of the plants extra hard. Yeah, that's so. my girl. <laughs> yeah, I got those <laughs> ones all. The formula two, yeah, and just for IPM too. Now we hadn't seen any bugs, although I'd seen the little black eggs of the worms. But, Is that what that was today? Yeah, exactly. Okay, but I'll tell you what though, um, there was no activity. Didn't no. see one worm. Uh huh. Not even a tiny one. Nope. So again, uh, we don't know if formula one works for worms, but the assumption is it probably would. That's in testing right now. In fact, I got a. Uh, grower that we just met up with uh, actually last night, which he's going to be on a future episode real soon here. Real um, soon. Yeah. It, um, he's, uh, that's 
going to be coming up. But essentially, uh, we're going to use him on his three plants. I think what I'm going to have him do is use Formula 1 on one, Formula 2 on the other, and then a mix on the third. Right. Because uh, he's got worms. Now, this is a common problem, especially this year oh, in that, Oregon. Yes. So um, hopefully this works. But we do know that the Formula 1 works on PM and spider mites. I mean, basically guaranteed. It wipes them out. It cleans it. Not a problem. I'm going to next year for my outdoor. This is my IPM. I'm sticking with this. Mm-hmm. And I've talked to I've talked to Sean about it. And, you know, he's saying that they don't build a tolerance to it. The mode of action, whether it's dehydrating them or whatever it is, um, it's it's not it's creating a situation where they're not uh, rebuilding resistance or getting used to it, which is huge for things like russet mites and mm-hmm. and spider mites. Even PM. The problem with PM is it's a it's a mildew, so it can hide out in places like one little spore can be just chilling mm-hmm. and hiding out in some little deep dark corner, and then comes out when conditions are perfect, like a like a freaking mushroom. So he's got the two formulas. The second one is for russet mites, which mm-hmm. is another huge bad one. We've got a neighbor with her plants testing those out. This is for personal, you know, just for my info and, and for his too, but we're, we're helping out. Yeah. Uh, to the point of we're actually partnering with this gentleman. So we're, we're full support of this stuff. We are going to get this stuff out to our listeners and to our social media followers. Um, we've already started that with social media. So if your followers on there, you'll, you'll find us on there with that. Otherwise, our listeners, I'll tell you right now, if you want to get a sample, all you got to do is email us. Yeah. That's it. And we and will have the product shortly up for sale on the website, correct? Yeah. I just got to get all that That's shopping cart That's going to take some time. Well, no. Yeah. But it's not gonna, not a lot of time. No. But it's going to take a little bit of time. I just got to set up the cart first. Yeah. And then, because right now we're not set up to purchase. No. Not yet. So, and I want to make sure that's all set and safe. And, and we'll have and other products too. Like maybe we'll have some shirts and Yeah. So we'll have some and... gear. And also, yeah. But this will be one product that we're working with directly. And you know, he's going to work directly through us for distribution. So, you know, mm-hmm. we're going to get it out there. So email us if you want a sample. We'll get it to you. OregonRooted at gmail.com. Yeah. Just email us to say, hey, let me try it. Whatever. I don't care. Say you like us. Say you don't. Just say something. You even say <laughs> Preferably something. say that you like us. Please. Yeah, that's that's fine. <laughs> feedback is good too. Always feedback. Give us feedback. Yes. Uh, we can't get better for the people that are listening to us without hearing what they want to hear. Yeah, exactly. So with that said, uh, this is our interview with Sean. And again, this is a great guy. He's got a lot of good info he's talking about here. This is Sean with Ancient Herbs. And uh, here he is with our interview. All right. This is Higher Peaks, and I'm here with Lady Sativa. Hey there. And we have a very, very special guest today. Uh, His name is uh, Sean Leach, and Sean Leach is from Ancient Herbs. He's got some plant medicine and some awesome information that we need to share and get out there. And Sean, welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, thank you very much. It's nice to be here. Hey, we appreciate you taking the time to do this. And, you know, I've had a chance to try this product and it's working great so far. So let's talk about you and kind of how you uh, came into this uh, mixture. Uh, Maybe you can share some of the research you've done recently with the bugs and stuff and the give, knowledge yeah give our listeners an idea of of what you're about as ancient herbs that sounds excellent let's see um i started in the soap industry sacred soap works and formulating soaps and 
you know, it allowed me to play with all kinds of different chemistry and essential oils and get into the organic side of stuff and how plants function as medicines and such. And that expanded out into cosmetics. So we're just a quick question. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, did you sell your soaps like uh, the ones that you sold? Were they the ones that uh, like they sell in Ashland? I don't believe I have anything down there at this point in time. But um, I'm in a few places with that company. Yeah, because I've, um, I've always seen like the organic soaps all the way around. I'm just I was just curious if that's what type of soap you made. That would be cool. I yeah, it's definitely all um, from scratch and it's definitely all organic. Everything's plant based, too. You could call it vegan. That's awesome. Plant-based. That's awesome. Those are fun. My mom always buys stuff like that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I do saponification with sodium hydroxides, which is all food grade as well. So there's no melting pour. It's all real chemistry. Awesome. And that kind of it's led fun. you... Go ahead. And that led me into cosmetics. Yeah. And I started formulating some creams and some, some serums and stuff and figuring out how... Um, certain complex amino acid chains are rejuvenating to our skin and hmm. how the functions of those work. And this and is, a- see, uh, gosh, that was a previous company. I'm not actually doing that any longer, but I still have those formulas. Um, let's see. And then you got in that helped me to figure out like the chemistry, like how things blend down and emulsify and what takes and what, like the alchemy behind it. And that led me to see after that led me right into trying to figure out how to heal our plants, you know. And you've been working with marijuana as far as you know, growing it and having some of the problems that are associated with it, uh, like you know, bugs, mites, powdery mildew, and that. So you've come into this kind of a organic formulation that's been working for you and seems to uh, be working well. Uh, so talk about it. What, what does it do and how does it work? Let's see. So I've been growing since I was 12. So I got some time under wow. me there and I've dealt with just about every problem you can think of being, you know, growing on the coast over here and such. We get powder mildew, bugs, you know, just about everything you can think of just floats through the wind. And we get that. And let's see. I got a big garden this year and it's medicine. So let's see, I got some, some spider mite outbreaks. So organically, I want to take care of that because I feed hundred percent organics like all the way through everything. It's all organic. I don't <laughs> believe in any other way. Yep. And so I get these issues and I have to tackle them. Well, it's nice cause I got a microscope and a computer and I've got a bunch of plant knowledge now, like different plants functions in different ways, like antimicrobial, antibacterial. Now, are these things that you just were experimenting to find and just found a good symbiosis with some, some natural herbs, or is it something uh, that you researched? How did that work out? Well, let's see. Making soap and cosmetics, I have a whole cabinet full of essential oils. Gotcha. All organic steam. So um, I'm able to like under the microscope figure out which ones function. Uh-huh. And then with my knowledge of soap making and the chemistry behind cosmetics, I figured out how to make all these blend down in a solution that people can readily, you know, mix in some water and apply. That's awesome. I mean, even the, the concentrates don't hurt you. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I was using I was using plant medicine Formula One to <clears throat> repel mosquitoes and take the itch out of the bites. This last event we were at. Oh, that's cool. And did it work well? <laughs> oh, it does actually. Yeah, it'll take the itch right out of a mosquito bite. Hey, <laughs> can you give me that formula? I have horrible <laughs> well, we battle here. with mosquitoes. Yeah, you guys got some samples. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. So now you're talking about a Formula One and a Formula Two. That's both plant medicine. So let's you know, let's let everybody know that it's 100% plant based. It's organic, non-GMO, like you said. No artificial ingredients. Most importantly, yeah. non-GMO. <laughs> non-GMO, correct. Uh, of course, no additives, preservatives. And so, I mean, this stuff is essentially uh, organic and natural, both, I guess you could say that. And, 100% plant-based. Uh, yeah, and 100%. then, yeah, the thing that I want everybody to know, too, that's important, especially for Oregon organic farmers, is it's safe for bees. Apparently, you've even tried it around bees and it hasn't harmed them so that's a that's a good thing considering that's a huge plus around here i well, mean i've soaked plants that the bees are around too and they just still keep coming around it doesn't bother them not one day sure that's, that's awesome yeah which is important not only for the environment but uh you know there's a lot of what people see as organic and natural uh based uh, pesticides well, bees we don't eat you know exactly so. exactly so just because it's organic and you think it's safe and it may be it doesn't mean it's not hurting the any other part of the exactly the ecosystem and i needed to know for sure sure i won't put anything out there for the people that's not going to be good people i can promise that yeah yeah now here i'll give you a quick rundown i haven't had too much of a chance to really put it to a, a tough test because well, well here's the deal i got a little pm on two plants and uh, not much. Now, I did cut as much as I could see out, but what, it wasn't much. I caught it real early. I'm always looking at my plants up and down. Always. Yeah. So I caught it really early. Um, I did spray with uh, one gallon um, mixed up with your sample that you sent us. And I haven't seen anything return yet. I, I'm due now for the next treatment. It's been like three days, I believe. And so it'll be tonight that I'll do that. And I, again, I don't know if it's photosensitive or not. I'm not going to experiment with that. I'll wait till tonight, but, uh, I'm really happy now with the results. I hope that it keeps under control like this, because as you know, we're going into some of the most important time of the year for, for our buds and, Mm -hmm. and the prime time. We definitely are the most important time. You know, I've had PM. I've had PM all over my, my bedroom and my bloom room and started getting in the greenhouse. And that's when things uh, were out of hand. I had to figure out how to get rid of it. And well, let's I talk how to return either. So. Okay. So let's talk about that though. You've also had some trouble with some mites too. So I mean, some pretty serious trouble. Correct. I've had every mite in the book. <laughs> <laughs> that's so not I good. collect them sometimes. <laughs> it's unfortunate. Actually. Yeah. And so uh, in that process, you've got a good chance uh, or had a good chance to test this product out uh, when it comes to, to mites and the, the broad spectrum of them. And how, how have you been successful? Um, actually, yes, fully eradicated. And oh, awesome. the plants are actually showing new green growth. And is that the photos that you showed are actually me? becoming white again. So I've got new, fl- new clusters over the damaged clusters. Nice. I saw, I think I saw those pictures this morning. 
And and when you say fully eradicated, I mean, you're, I'm not talking like you're using a little uh, 10 times jeweler's loop. You actually put them under a scope and actually yeah, look. Yeah, I've got a 120 time zoom uh, USB Celestian microscope that plugs into my the big screen on my laptop so I can actually really see what's going on. Yeah. Well, and it seems like every time we've talked, you've updated me on what, you know, the mode of action that's going on and how it's affecting him. And, and it sounds pretty... Well, I first, I first tried with the atomizer to eradicate them, but then as I further inspected, as I was dissecting the buds, I could I could find that the mites were actually inside of them as well. So oh, the only wow. way to take care of that is to actually soak the clusters, yeah. make sure they're, they're nice and saturated with the solution so there's no more hiding spots. Huh. And then after that initial soaking with the pump spray, I believe the atomizer would be fully effective for control of the rest of it. I see. And and what about IPM, like preventative maintenance? Probably just atomizing would be fine. Yeah, I've been mixing Formula 1 and Formula 2 and just atomizing with that every three days. Nice. You know? nice. Yeah, which we've always been, if you listen to our back episodes, I'm always a big fan of all sorts of IPM. Uh, the more natural, the better, and the more, you know, environment-based, the better. But you know, that's, I believe that if you want to stay away from bad, you know, infestations and stuff, it, it's something that you got to be on top of every time Which you're in the garden. we've done pretty dang good Preventative care is better with health, with everything. It's, sure. it's completely better. Yeah. Um, and, and so, and, and you keep saying Formula One and Formula Two. So explain the difference between the two. In terms well, Formula of, One is uh, regular spider mites, powder mildew, and black mold. Taking care of all that with with extreme Formula two is when i that's when i got russet mites i see and basically the new formula is soap based and formula one is glycerin based so nice. difference there okay but formula one fogs out like um you know like you go to a concert and you see that generic smoke machines that they have sure formula one leaves that which makes a really nice atomization suspension of particles, which means it gets almost everywhere those mites can hide. Right. So now how long mix the one with two, uh -huh. <laughs> you get the same effect. Yeah. So synergistically, do you recommend using these together then? I would imagine so. Yes. That's what I'm going to be doing from now on. Absolutely. For the extent of everything. Yeah. That's awesome. That's a good idea to, yeah, and it, and it seems like, you know, I know you can use a lot less if you can atomize, so it sounds like, you know, not all the time, but for the most part, most of your applications could be atomized, and that's going to save you a lot of time, and not time necessarily, but money. And um, It'll save money. Yeah. And the stuff stays combined after you mix it. It stays great. Like, I'll use, I'll mix up a gallon, and it only takes me a half gallon for my greenhouse. Yeah. Wow. And I can use it, you know, the next time, so... Wow. Yeah. And, and now sometimes I know that it people get nervous because if I've got uh, russet mites and I use, say, nematodes um, or any kind of other mites, you can use beneficial or predator mites and, and, and nematodes and stuff to combat that. What is what, what do you think about these both these formulas and how it affects beneficials that you might be using? Do you? Obviously, you probably still recommend using those kind of things, um, but along with your formula, what do you think it hurts them? Do you know if it hurts them? I've never had it um, take out any of the beneficials that I can see. 
It doesn't hurt like regular garden spiders or, you know, anything like bees or I haven't had it take out any, any of the beneficial bugs. Like I believe the beneficial bugs have like a positive charge. That's what they carry. And And I believe also that the negative bugs carry a negative charge. And I believe there's a difference there for sure. Uh-huh. I haven't had it take out the beneficials at all. Like no right. ladybugs or nothing. Nice. Okay, man, it's just nothing like that. So. so, yeah. So you feel comfortable using it and still being able to have some beneficials around for uh, even better, better effects, if you will. Yes, I, I fully believe that. Okay. okay. That's awesome. And so <clears throat> with both those formulas, using them together, using them that way, it seems like, you know, there should be no problems and you've had such good results. I'm anxious to see how well mine turn out. I, it sounds like I might not have to see any PM on my plants, um, through the rest. It hasn't of the... come back in my vegetative room. Okay. And I, um, treated twice for the russet mites. I had them in there too, unfortunately. And they all seem to be exhibiting new growth. Everything's starting to really function well. Awesome. And it's only been a few days. So, that's good signs. Absolutely. And when the top of the plant starts to grow green again and things are coming out and there's new, you know, new pistols and clusters and such, you know, and the leaves are starting to uncurl. <laughs> yeah. Now I've got one other thing that I haven't really, I guess, I don't know if I've talked to you much about it yet. And that is in Oregon and I'm sure in other States, but I do know in Oregon, we get a lot of these, um, I guess they're white moths, but they're the, they're like budworms. And aphids. well, the, we get the worms that, you know, they start out so tiny, you can't see them. And by the time your buds, you know, half, halfway through the cycle, you've got these worms that have buried into your buds and then they do their little poo poo in them and causes mold. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know, have you, have you seen any, um, is this possible that this could, uh, combat those or what I use is I just use BT. I just use Bacillus thuringiensis and it's, not a problem. Let's get them under the microscope. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what I think. Um, but yeah, if you don't catch them early, they, they get into your buds and then you can't see them and then you don't find them until it looks like you got bud rot. And it's not really bud rot per se. It's just that they've been uh, using their yeah, toilet. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. But that seems to be a problem, at least in Southern Oregon. I'm not sure about where you're at. but Maybe we can ask some of our listeners to send some in so we can look at it under a microscope. Yeah, that's what, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, we don't, because we don't have them that this year. That would be year. awesome. Fortunately, <laughs> we don't have them this year. Last year. Well, I've been trying to stay on did. top of yeah, it because I don't want to lose any Well, you learned your lesson last year, late in the year. We right. didn't know about them, and you have to do a preventative from the beginning to keep them from coming to well, the plant. To get, yeah, to keep them from getting into the buds. Yes, exactly, yeah. because the fact that they grow in the buds. If they're hanging around the leaves, that doesn't do much damage, but they start making oh, a shelter. little you know. bastards. So, but, well, we're excited to find I have out. Noticed with, Go ahead. I have noticed with the russet mites that if you follow the calyxes, you can see how far up the plant they've gone by the rust color on the calyxes. Mm-hmm. Huh. And... I've also noticed that they like to start on the outsides of the leaves and work their way in. Huh. And I know this from when I, when I killed them with formula two, you can see that it like left a rusty spot on the tips of the leaves and you can see where the damage was like it all turned into a rust color. And when I look at those little guys under the microscope, that's actually what color they are. They turn like an amber, Mm -hmm. a rust dark. Sure. 
So it's just the trillions of them that exhibit that hue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I've seen the pictures you've sent me, and it looks like, you know, considering what you were up against, you've been, this really works good. Yes, I've, <laughs> yes, they were incredible. I'm too. very lucky that my big plants didn't go into flower yet. And I know it was because of the russet mites keeping them from doing that. But atomizing stuff like that makes it just so much easier to get rid of them when there's no clusters yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as soon as I started treating for those things, everything started flowering real hard. Sure. Nice. Sure. And and keep in mind, too, and we need to mention that when you're atomizing this stuff, it's not like you need to be, you know, in your uh, yellow chemical no suit. No hazmat suit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even wear a respirator. Honestly, I breathe this stuff. I'm pretty sure it's good for my lungs. Right. That's just me personally. Well, sure. just like you were saying, it's all organic. It's mm-hmm. non-GMO and everything. So it's like, yeah. Yeah, well, and extracts and and yeah. they're extracts that people use. People, especially these days, are it's getting really popular to use these essential oils in a mm-hmm. vapor form. And so, are you kidding me? I yeah. think I actually I have some that I carry in my purse, the right. wild orange. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. So we are excited as Oregon Rooted. We're you know partnering up with uh, Ancient Herbs, and we're gonna be getting this out to our uh, partners that we work with, the farmers. And uh, even the smaller grows that we do support, uh, and we're going to get some reviews. We're going to get pictures. We're going to get content on this stuff because I think this is a is a, a good product. Absolutely. And I think you got something special here, brother. So, you know, we will be doing that. I really appreciate that. Yeah, and we'll be you know we'll have it through our website. This is this will be our interview, and but in our show we'll be um, also talking about contests and other things on this episode that this will be on so there'll be a lot more there uh, and, and places for people to go we have our social media too that we will get to all our listeners and to our followers through that that format as well maybe we can share some of those pictures he sent us that well, definitely share pictures we're going to yes. put up a page on our website so we have a full you know content of how it's working and in, in places that people can add the growers that will know and farmers that will use this will be able to add their their input reviews and embed videos and stuff like that and i think well once we get that yeah and i think once we get that going um people will see how good it is and then it's just sky's the limit for people that are just tired of even the word might you know what it saved my garden it saved my garden yeah that's awesome yeah well and it's going to save mine in the sense that i was really nervous i know at this point i really can't use neem and I, I was afraid to, to really get into anything else because I'd never had to deal with PM. Lucky, lucky. But I've got it. And it just the great timing of, of meeting with you. Uh, and that, by the way, that's a shout out to Sean Greenwood, Spaz4191. Okay. Because that's, that's how I met him. So shout thank out. Thank you, Sean. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, we, we do. Thank you, Sean. So definitely shout out there. Absolutely. But it was great timing because I just had picked up that PM and it was on my Girl Scout, which I don't know if I'm ever going to grow a Girl Scout again. Uh, she's temperamental. I think I'm going to stick with strains that are a little easier on me. <laughs> I guess that sounds a little less ambitious. My, but <laughs> My grandma always told me that a true farmer sticks with the things that work. <laughs> <laughs> and she doesn't work so well. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, ask him about that. But yeah, so um, we will talk more about that, especially in our episode and how to link with it and how we're going to work with that. 
but we appreciate uh, this, Sean. But let's let's get into a couple other little side things. I know it sounds like you you might be a pretty good grower. I know you've been growing for a while. Sounds I did like hear you. greenhouse says, yeah. I believe. Yeah. <laughs> I really I really appreciate that. Those things turn into trees. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, that's I, there's a meme out there right now that shows you know a tiny little plant that says you're from Oregon, and then it shows trees like I yours and it says no i'm from oregon that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's that it, was awesome yeah it's so true I, that's why we're so proud to represent oregon on our podcast uh to the world really because you know our belief is that we're kind of the pinnacle of that emerald triangle and not to say that there's not a lot of surrounding area in northern cal and in washington that doesn't have top-notch people but i think that there's been a lot of people in Oregon, uh, people like you and, and some growers that have been just doing this for way before, you know, July 15th or right. July 1st, 2015. Right. They've been doing it for years. Yeah. Come on. You said 12. That, yeah. And so, started. yeah. And so a lot of these great products and a lot of these things that's going to revolutionize the industry is going to come out of Oregon like this. And mm -hmm. so this is good. So you had mentioned when I talked to you before that you have a little, I don't know if you want to call it a trick or just a, a gross schedule, a, a manipulation that you picked up, but you're talking about 1113 and how it worked. Why don't you talk a little bit about that? It sounds like that's kind of a good thing. Well, I was researching DJ Short and DJ Short's the guy that you know, created Blueberry Strain Yeah. And back in the 70s. And I just did a lot of Adam and research on him and there was one, there was one interview I found with him and he was talking about trying an 1113 cycle that it expressed more phenotypical characteristics and of course i had to put that to the test and i found now that it really did bring out a lot more colors and such and were they but stable strains expression yeah yeah like brings them out to their true potential per se so is that 11 hours on 13 hours off and 13 off okay yeah. and is that something that you think affects yield you know, being how I was growing under LEDs and it was kind of experimental. Uh -huh. I guess I'm not really 100% positive on that one yet. Yeah. Are you, oh, you're adjusting. <laughs> yeah, because um, I was just curious because I do sometimes manipulating the light cycle. It's I, I don't know. People will tell you, well, you get more more volume or less volume or it'll affect this or affect that. I do know there's... Uh, one of our good close uh, farms that we work with is Jaybird, and he's doing some uh, 700 nanometer, somewhere in there, red uh, LED spectrum trick at night where it shuts down the plants. Oh, yeah, where it slowly shuts them down. No, instead quickly of, shuts well, them down. Well, quickly shuts yeah. them down, but... So it's it actually adds time because they don't yes. take time to fall asleep type things. Yes. So I guess there's some other things out there that people are trying that are quite different, but... Uh, that that I think that's awesome. Yeah, have you have you heard anything about that? Uh, yeah, I've I've seen the infrareds that are. Gosh, well, yeah, it was putting in the sleep. It was. Yeah, and he, he said he could actually almost see it where you can see the plant kind of do its where the the leaves drop, you know. And so instead of taking like an hour to do that, it just within ten or fifteen minutes or just. That's cool. Like you oh. knock, like you knocked him out in the head. Just that would be fun to put our GoPro <laughs> up and actually do it in, you know, quick time. Yeah, yeah. So how long have you been growing? How long have you been uh, battling these, uh, 
these pests and these lovely ladies. Well, you know, this is the first year I've ever seen russet mites up here. Yeah. Do you think that's being... Powder mildew is constant, yeah. you know, especially outdoor and stuff. Yeah. So where, if you don't mind, where exactly are you located? Looks like out of... I'm in Florence. Florence? Yeah, oh, okay. it looks like Florence. I, well, here. I don't have the packaging in front of me. Oh, Sorry. Yeah. No, it, it looks like... <laughs> Looks like you're based out of Florence. We're right outside Eugene. Oh, okay. Oh, I love Florence. How's how's the weather for growing out there? You know, it's it's really great up until like this time, and it starts getting cold and stuff and rainy. So definitely have to have kind of a climate controlled spot to really pull it off, unless you've got like early strands. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you're talking like you use greenhouse and stuff like that. Yeah. We've got, you know, gas heaters and stuff mm -hmm. for the nighttime. And so now that you fans and sure. double layer plastic with ventilate, you know, it's all got air running through it to keep that cushion. Yeah. So there's no like drops on our flowers, you know? Yeah. Now, right now, do you guys, how far do you push it usually with that weather like that? Do you go till the end of September, first part of October there, or do you try to? get out earlier i went to mid-october last year oh good under That's just not bad. Covered. yeah nice and you know i was cutting spots of uh mold out you know of course sure it seems to be it you know get towards the end but i have noticed that genetics play a big role in that as well oh yeah i'm starting I mean, to see that because you know my other two plants they don't have any powder and mildew problem and then i got one sour diesel and then that girl scout that for some reason just don't i don't know don't have the genes in them to fight it i guess yeah not easily but i mean some people got what like that jaeger strain mm -hmm. that's supposed to be able to handle a couple of freezes at least you know oh wow wow didn't know that so there's that's genetics out there that that just go yeah but i guess the caterpillars you're still getting them though but right know, the worms but... yeah hmm. and you don't see those up there probably because you don't get the weather i as don't much. Yeah, yeah, we get a lot of heat. I haven't heat. seen that. So how hot do you usually get over there? Probably not too hot, huh? Uh, we were up in the 90s for a few days around here. Hmm. Not, you know, I mean, it's been definitely a warmer year this year. Yeah. That's for sure. We've had some heat spells. Yeah, it's been ridiculous here. <laughs> well, I think that's part of the difference. I think those worms and moths like the whole hot warm. weather and so do mites here's that's the other thing that the mites here when it gets hot and if you've got a mite problem going into the heat when it gets into the 90s and hundreds those things just seem like they breed like rabbits oh worse than rabbits, <laughs> rabbits. They do breed like crazy. Oh, oh i heard an adult i heard an adult spider mite can have up to like 2,000 babies or something in its life cycle yeah that's ew that's gross slow down yeah <laughs> live your life a little but well, when the, I know when the oh, we've got something for them, right, <laughs> exactly. Right. Well, and that's it. Yeah, we're really excited about both these formulas. I've I'm trying the first one here. Uh, the second one, I know that we'll be you know getting a hold of samples soon from you, and and then uh, we'll start getting some reviews in and stuff. But I'm excited about it. I don't know. Is there anything else you want to say about it before we before we move on? I'm super excited for it. Um, man, I really, 
it saved my garden. That makes me happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we'll, and we'll get those pictures out because they really were, you know, they're they're noticeable. Oh yeah, that. there's oh, some yeah. videos. I want on to that. send pics every day too, so you can see the the repair that's happening. You know, awesome. The plant reviving. Yeah, keep sending them, and and like I said on the on the page that we put up, we will have it to where you can just uh, upload them right there if you need to. You don't have to just send them; you can just upload them to that whole section right there. But yeah, but um, no. So this is ancient herbs. Do you do you want to mention your uh, website at all, or do you just? Uh... I do have a website, ancientherbs.healthcare. Okay. And I have a knowledge tab on there. Okay. And it talks about the endocannabinoid system and terpenes and the functions of everything. And nice. Just, it's a lot of information for people. Excellent. And I think it's an awesome knowledge portal. It's basically almost everything that I've learned in depth. I kind of just laid out there for people to learn as well if they want to. Nice. Awesome. Nice. That's what I love about this culture. It's not all, it's not a secret. We, we want to share our knowledge instead of keeping it to ourselves. For the most part, there are some people that still feel a little yes, scared for yes, some reason. There are but... those some people, but you know what? I love the fact that we want to share. We 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 yeah. like we know you have a problem here. Here's here's what we use. Right, right. You you should try it sure. instead of keeping it a secret. Like sure. a lot of the pharmaceuticals Hard. would never keep would let <laughs> you know how they make their pills. <laughs> well, it's safer if it's a pill. Yeah. Right. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. They took my capsules off the, re- the recreational market. Um, what do you mean as far as you, you were doing? A, yeah, I was making uh, cannabis coconut capsules, mm-hmm. ancient herbs. And I've been an avid researcher of the endocannabinoid system and how uh, cannabinoids and terpenes function inside that system. And so I designed these these coconut cannabis capsules and I had them out there. And it was doing good on recreational, and then state took them out, so it was hmm. back to medical on that. Do you make any other products right now that you have out there that are still? Uh, yeah, it, I have a topical pain cream, and Ooh. it's all organic, uh, food based. Salve. Is it's it part of my cosmetics line? And is it a, like a CBD it. based, or what's the pain relief in it? You know, it's uh, it's the full plant complex really and gosh there's mango butter aloe vera butter shea butter coconut oil um, grapeseed oil olive oil avocado oil um, lavender rosemary myrrh um, does it work for say arthritis in your hands and such oh definitely i mean i've had that product for three years now Mm -hmm. it's been on the market for the last few months but we're going to have to find some. You know, basically, my grandma utilizes it every night yeah. before she goes to bed. It keeps her hips from hurting. She can sleep through the night. Well, it's is been it, functioning really well on a lot of other family, too. So, Is it uh, mailable in the mail, or is it not? Is there, like, THC? It's not at this point. I didn't think so. Anything good is not mailable, trust me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, well, you know, we love going to the coast. I know that we're going to make it to Florence someday soon. Yes, and we should get some of that <laughs> when we come awesome. to Florence yeah, to, so uh, when we to come try out, out ourselves. Yeah, when we come out to t- check out ancient herbs in Florence, we'll definitely be picking up a sample of that because, you know, my mom could really use something that uh, that would be helpful. Hey, yeah. hey, I but want she's some A lot of folks have said it works. You know, I used to help folks out with this cream and... A lot of people are skeptical, so I just say, hey, check it out. If this doesn't work in five minutes, I'll just give it to you, right? 
Mm-hmm. That's a good claim. <laughs> yeah, it, it does function very fast. Well, I have like, bursitis in my shoulder too. I'm sure that would definitely help. I, I suffer basically daily from it. <laughs> yeah, the stuff is actually really well for inflammation and pain. It really does tackle the problem. Nice. I, I believe that it's basically bacteria and micro, microbes that are causing the issues to begin with. Mm-hmm. If we can take those out, then we take out, you know, the problem. Nice. I know we did a short episode, well, probably not even a short one, but we did an episode on the ECS uh, as well through Kennebury uh, uh, Research uh, did the talk. And, you know, it's funny, we've had this system for so long and even in you know the products that we grow now, whether it's corn or otherwise, we've reduced all those uh, cannabinoids and everything through the you know overprocessing and mm-hmm. whatnot. And so you know it's no wonder that we do get such a wide range of relief through that system when you actually provide the profiles and stuff that are available, not just through cannabis but through other foods and stuff like that that uh, are out there. So. It's nice now. This is our medicine. Yeah, it's nice mm-hmm. that science is finally actually being able to see that through cannabis, really. So we are what we eat. Yeah, that's for sure. All right, buddy. Well, we've pushed it almost to forty minutes here, and I think we got a lot of good information from you. Um, this is again, we're talking with Sean Leach at Ancient Herbs. Do you want to send anybody to your uh, social media or anything like that, or do you want to? Uh, I'm always posting up everything on Facebook, Ancient Herbs Inc. On okay. Facebook. Okay. I'm always posting up like uh, the new stuff. Okay. So, um, just any kind of you know articles about maybe uh, tax revenue and just different things on how cannabinoids function in different ailments and just always trying to keep people informed. Okay. Well, like I said in our episode, we're gonna make sure that everybody knows where to go and how to get. Uh, some of these samples and and we'll start getting into the hands of people that can actually do some serious review and testing and such and we will definitely be talking with you more as well uh as far as even on the show we're definitely going to have you back on the show and be able to talk about future experiences with you and i'm sure this isn't the last time that we'll be using your formula one and two so right (laughs) well i really thank you i love the, the support i appreciate it absolutely and uh yeah this will reach a lot a lot of people um we're growing quite big so you know we'll get get a lot of people out there with uh at least um the ability to to hear about this and and get an opportunity to get it in their hands so absolutely okay sean buddy that is all we have is there anything else you want to add before we go uh just thank you Okay. Well, yeah. well, thank you. And Much love, everybody. <laughs> Much love. Thanks for joining yeah, us. Yeah, and absolutely. And thanks to you know the SLF crew and uh, the Nectar crew, both of them. A lot of good people through there we've met. And through, through some I've of enjoyed. those people, yeah, we've met uh, really important people like you, Sean. Uh, through Sean. There's a lot of Seans. There's a lot, <laughs> a lot of Jasons. I hear a lot of Nicks. There's a lot of Scots. That's so awesome. You know, so it's... <laughs> One of all of them, but we stick in the names. <laughs> so shout out to those groups and and being able to get in contact with people like you too, sir. So we appreciate it, and we will uh, again. We will talk to you soon, sir. Hey, that was Sean, and actually, you know, you sat in on this interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is one of those advantages to upgrading the equipment is 
before we had a heck of a time trying to make three work. And technically it was, if, if we wanted to get down to the nitty gritty, it was everybody that was included in the interview had to be on a phone. Oh, well, at one time, yeah. Yes, well, I, we was... could have done, hey, wait, let me clarify. <laughs> we could have easily done an IP conversation like Skype. But unfortunately, the, these interviews didn't end up this way. So no, I know no. there's listeners going, yes. you had to do it on a cell phone? Wait, no, wait a second. For one, yes, that's why the sound quality wasn't quite up to par. Yes. But two, um, uh, it, unfortunately, these people at their locations right. or wherever they were at, some of these growers, they're way up in the hills. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't have a full on, you know, Wi-Fi going. So. Mm-hmm. There's just times where we have to do the cell phone. We do what we got to do. Yeah. Well, <laughs> here's the deal. So with the new equipment, though, there's other ways, other ways that we can even incorporate a cell phone, not for the full conversation, but for part of it, whatever. And it works. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just had to take that next step. So, yep. Yep. and we did with this one. Actually, this is one with Sean Leach that we actually made that step, got you involved. I think the sound quality is pretty darn good considering. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and we're going to improve on that too. So, but let's get into Sean's interview. We were just, that's what we were just talking about. So what you had a big part of, usually we end with our grow. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to finish with our grow and how it is associated with Sean and ancient herbs and his formula. Yeah. Uh, basically our grow at this point is looking good. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think we're going to get the return this year as I did the last year, because one thing I got to say is because I'm growing four strains, not one. Yeah. Okay. So every one of those strains is different. Okay. And, <laughs> and it's a tough thing to do. FYI, we are, we are growing Girl Scout cookies. And oh as God. everybody For knows. Time. For the last time. Girl Scout cookies is giving everybody hell this year. What about too. it? West Kush pulled up your plant rotten. We saw yeah, that. Maybe we should post that picture up. We're praying that ours is. Son. Not gonna have that. No, it's happen, fine. No, it's fine. Yeah. We got Formula One. Yeah. So we don't have to worry. I was that's what I was worried about because those nugs, those buds on a GSC are rock hard. Yeah. And they look like golf balls. And I just that's how I got PM in the first place was the fact that that plant was so tight and so just to begin with that it, it was the first one that picked it up. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Yeah. So we had to spray with that for that PM, like we said, and you sprayed. So you tell us what you feel and what you did. Yeah. All right. Well, um, <laughs> I, uh, of course, had to get the, do you want me to take you step by step? Or I'm pretty sure everybody knows how to mix stuff up. Well, yeah, it's just a teaspoon per gallon. We yeah, use a two gallon sprayer. Yeah, teaspoon per gallon. We use a two gallon sprayer. Um, actually, when you first open it, it smells, I think it smells delicious. It's, to me, it smells lavender and eucalyptus, like a really slight yeah. lavender with eucalyptus is, yeah. is, is a strong suit Seems for me like on I, that one. I smell some rosemary too, maybe. Yeah, I, I, I think you're tripping. No, <laughs> <laughs> you're sniffers off. Probably. Um, but you never know. I could be wrong. Um, Maybe if I take a hit, my sniffer will be better. Maybe. Maybe it will. Um, When you mix it up, it has absolutely no smell, to be honest with you. I think that the only smell I had was, you know, you can't completely rinse out your sprayer. And I think it was neem oil. That That was previous neem oil. I don't think that neem oil ever goes away in that thing. It's because tough. it smelled like that since the first time you've used it. It's it's pretty... And I'm not going to, I'm pretty dang sure that we're not going to switch a sprayer every time. Those things are not the cheapest thing. Well, not for organic stuff. (laughs) No, Um, no, exactly. Just be known. I'm making a note here. I'm switching over to the formulas 
um, next year and I'm not using neem. Yeah. And that's the one reason I don't use neem into flowering is because of that potent smell and yeah. residue. So Yeah. Um, it did get on my clothes and it also got on your skin and and, and mine a little. I may have sprayed you in the face a little bit. Cause uh, you what do stepped... you mean on my skin? You sprayed me directly in the okay, face. Okay, you shouldn't have stepped into my stream. <laughs> that's what I'll say next time I'm peeing. I won't step in your stream. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was trying to spray the top of the plant and you decided to go to the other side and mm-hmm. I got you in the face, but yeah. it did not burn. <laughs> it did not burn. It did not burn my eyes. It, his eyes were open. Yeah. It, did uh, it was It was just a quick, it's not like I full blown sprayed him no, right in the face. you got it in my mouth. I, you got it in my tongue. You got it in my mouth. Okay, maybe I got him a little bit more than I thought I did. Well, it's a sprayer. I mean, he, but anyways, anyway. he's fine. He's alive. Fine so far, he's not sick. I had zero effects. I did not get a headache. I did not get any back pain, <laughs> any knee pain. Oh, good God! What are we I, talking about? My vision, miracle grow here. I know, right? <laughs> uh, we did not get uh, right exactly. That's uh, like that sounds like the side effects of miracle grow. <laughs> I, I did not have any loss of vision. I did have soft skin for a few minutes until I did wash it off. That I, it, it is a little bit. It is a little bit sticky when it comes to um, getting directly on your skin. Yeah, but that's that was honestly when it was um, before I mixed the water in. I can't say if it was sticky or not afterwards. It wasn't. Like I said, it softened my skin. Yeah, and I probably could have left it on, and I would have had beautiful skin the next day. But mm, yeah, didn't want to push it that far. Yeah, but I know that there was no sticky residue on the plants afterwards. Um, there was nope. no. Note, note here, it did evaporate fairly quickly yes. too. Yes, I, I was going to say that was, next. It dried, it, it did, it dried fairly quickly. So it was very emulsified. There was no oil drops. There was no, you didn't have to shake it up. No, and it was very, yeah. um, it was the consistency when you actually sprayed it on the plant. It didn't, it wasn't like water where it just ran straight off. It actually looked like it was doing what it was supposed to. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it looked like it was soaking in and it looked like it did put a layer over the leaves but it dried really quick. Yeah. So it's like by the time I moved on to the next plant, the first one on the other side was already dry. Yeah. So. And what's cool is uh, I don't think you really have to use a wetting agent with this. No. Which would emulsify that down so it would be, you know, it would cover the whole leaf surface. It wouldn't but glob I, up. Yeah, I don't think it needs to because the fact that it's like perfect consistency. It was. It's, it's not too thick and yeah. it's not, like I said, it's not too thin. It's not right. going to run right yeah. off. So. That was cool. Yeah. And, uh. It worked out good for that. Um, I like I said, we're gonna support it, and yeah. we're gonna have it on the website. We're gonna sell it on the website. We're gonna fully back it as a partner with him, um, and he's all for it. Uh, he's also for uh, trying to get it out to people that need it too. So, right. like I said, email us, yeah, and or find us on social media. But uh, either way, it'd be nice if we got an email because then we know it's a it's a true listener, that right? Way. Exactly. Because, you, know, you know, social media, this, yeah, we probably not a listener. Yeah. I mean, exactly. there's a, there's some, we just, yeah. you never know. It's, <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> can I read you something pretty entertaining that I found? Yeah, cool. Go ahead. Okay. Surprise me. So, I got this at THC last time that we went, and uh, Casey kicked it down. He had an extra one sitting around, and I thought it was pretty hilarious. It's called Foreplay. Cannabis infused sensual oil. It says, put it where you please. <laughs> and uh, it says, empower your sexuality with empower foreplay. A light, 
and fresh cannabis-infused sensory enlivening topical pleasure oil designed to entice and arouse randy sensations for adult playtime. Randy. Randy. It says Randy. Yes. Is that a girl uh, or a randy? guy? Who's a girl or a guy? It could be a girl it just or says a guy. Randy. It could be a... And it's lowercase, so who knows? Uh, a powerful sensual enhancement for adults of all persuasions. Non-sticky, non-toxic, long-lasting. It says equal opportunity orgasms. Orgasms not included. Which um, means they don't guarantee shit. Right. Intoxicantly sensual may induce aphrodisia. Uh, Portland approved, made with the highest quality ingredients, non-GMO, vegan, cruelty-free. Yeah, cruelty-free. Sustainably sourced, not compatible with latex condoms, keep out of reach of children and pets. Uh, this product You wouldn't will... want your children having sex. <laughs> This product will show up on a drug test. You don't want your dogs having sex. (laughs) But yes, this is actually, they had some there too, actually. Um, And it is Portland based, but I just thought it was pretty funny. I thought that was cool that they actually do have cannabis infused um, lube. And it's uh, 12 milligrams of THC. No, no, 12. One gram, unit one gram. 15.58 milligrams of THC and 0.12 milligrams of CBD. I'm sorry. Uh, Pesticide mold test. Everything. It has has all the ingredients for it on the back too. And for all the states that listen to us that uh, are still prohibition states, I know you all right now are so jealous. Right. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Did you get a sample of that? No, I didn't get a sample. Thanks. Appreciate that. So you read that? Now I get to... You still got to buy it. I just get, I just got the cool flyer so I could read it to everybody because I thought it was really entertaining. And by the way, we are going to have a sit down with Casey here soon. We're going to keep saying that, but we need to. But no, he invited us over so we can come see his plant, see his grow and and, and chit chat and actually go over to his place. Yeah. We'll be dispensary scene in more, uh, more spacious doing an interview and it'll be a in-person interview. So I think that'll be. I think that'll be fun, and I can come and join you. And... Yeah, and we can do it right this time. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> so, and that leads me to this. <clears throat> we do appreciate all the listeners that have will stick with us. I don't even know how many will at this point. Until I hope I so. <laughs> but whoever does, we appreciate it. We love you. We picked up like 29 states now or something. It's insane. Like We're, we're getting there. We're like three-fourths the way of the nation. Yeah. So for all you new people listening, we love you for listening. Thank you for all you people that have been listening like way hey. back. Utah. Exactly. Alaska. <clears throat> Texas. Yeah. Te- that's funny. Texas. <clears throat> sticking by us. Hey, thanks for, if you're still around, yeah. thank you for sticking by <clears throat> us even through our little break. Sorry yeah. for not letting you know what was going on. Yeah. And like, yeah, like, yeah, especially <laughs> California, all of them. And we picked up uh, six countries now. Nice. Six nice. So we've countries. got six country, 21, 29 states. Yeah. So again, we appreciate you there. all. We love you. Oregon love straight Oregon from love. the state. Have a good week, and we we're putting out more content. We've already got the West Kush page up. We're gonna have more more content, more pages. We still got to bring out Golden Beaver as far as their the whole trip. We still got to put up. Yep. So for everybody, we got more stuff coming. Maybe we'll sit down with uh, Nick while, or um, with. Um... I already we'd already talked about yep. that. We'll sit down with West Kush when we head up there this weekend. So uh, we're gonna be kicking it out. So thank you. We love you. 
talk yeah. to you, what, next week? Hopefully sooner than that. All right. We do have another interview coming. Exactly. We love you. Thank you.